Welcome to this week's tech wrap-up. Today, we will look at some of the top tech stories released during the week. First, we will look at Mark Zuckerberg's pursuit of a universe where digital worlds and reality collide. To do this, he has renamed Facebook to Meta. Following rumors over the last few weeks, Mark Zuckerberg has renamed Facebook to Meta. This parent rebrand reflects his goal of creating the metaverse where reality and virtual are blended, enabling users to interact in new ways. The social networking business will split into Meta and Reality Labs with the latter dedicated to creating the metaverse. The social media platform Facebook will retain its name. In an interview with Stratry, Zuckerberg said, by the end of this decade, or even by the middle of the decade, I would guess that we're going to reach a point where our VR devices will start to be clearly better for almost every use case than our laptops and computers are. In this future, you will be able to teleport instantly as a hologram to be at the office without a commute at a concert with friends, or in your parents' living room to catch up. While Meta already owns VR headset maker Oculus, it is still a while away from becoming accessible to the public. It accounted that the metaverse will take at least another 10 to 15 years. It will take billions to bring this idea to fruition. And the company has already announced that in 2022, it will double its workforce to 20,000 engineers to develop the metaverse. In an open letter, Zuckerberg said, right now our brand is so tightly linked to one product Facebook that it can't possibly represent everything we're doing today, let alone in the future. The metaverse is the next frontier. Many are criticizing Facebook. Meta is using this rebrand to draw attention away from the wave of scandals that have followed in the wake of information leaked by the whistleblower Francis Hodgson. Zuckerberg said that the rebrand had been planned at least six months in advance. Former Facebook employee Francis Hodgson has accused the tech giant of placing profit above public health. Hodgson revealed herself as the Facebook whistleblower after leaking a cache of internal documents that place Facebook in a damning light. She shared the several thousand documents with the Wall Street Journal, revealing that the company was lying about its progress on handling misinformation and violence. The thing I saw at Facebook over and over again was there were conflicts of interest between what was good for the public and what was good for Facebook. And Facebook, over and over again, chose to optimize for its own interests. Like making more money? She said. Hodgen joined Facebook in 2019 as a product manager on its civic integrity team, which focuses on election-related issues globally. She cites her decision to join Facebook as a personal mission to combat misinformation. However, her decision to expose Facebook stemmed from her shock at company policies that prioritized profit over public safety. The version of Facebook that exists today is tearing our societies apart and causing ethnic violence around the world. She said, No one at Facebook is malevolent, Hodgen told 60 Minutes. She said Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook's founder, has never set out to make a hateful platform. Despite this, the company still needs to take responsibility for its choices, she said. With 26 Colombian pesos taking place throughout the week, the second story we will look at is how Prime Minister Boris Johnson launched an international plan to deliver affordable and clean technology everywhere by 2030 at 26 Colombian pesos. At the Unclimate Conference 26 Colombian pesos the UK Prime Minister launched an international plan to deliver clean and affordable technology by 2030. Over 40 world leaders, 
including the US, India, EU, China and various developing countries, have supported and signed the new Breakthrough Agenda, modeled on the UK's landmark net zero strategy. The Breakthrough Agenda will see countries and businesses coordinate and strengthen their climate action each year to dramatically scale and speed up the development and deployment of clean technologies and drive down costs this decade. The aim is to make clean technologies the most affordable, accessible and attractive choice for all globally in each of the most polluting sectors by 2030, particularly supporting the developing world to access the innovation and tools needed to transition to net zero. To start off, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has set out five main goals that will collectively cover over 50% of global emissions. Clean power is the most affordable and reliable option for all countries to meet their power needs efficiently by 2030. Zero-emission vehicles are the new normal and accessible, affordable, and sustainable in all regions by 2030. Near-zero-emission steel is the preferred choice in global markets. With efficient use and near-zero-emission steel production established and growing in every region by 2030, affordable renewable and low-carbon hydrogen will be globally available by 2030. Climate-resilient, sustainable agriculture is the most attractive and widely adopted option for farmers everywhere by 2030. The plan will see countries and businesses work closely through a range of leading international initiatives to accelerate innovation and scale up green industries. Delivering the first five breakthroughs could create 20 million new jobs globally and add over US$16 TRN across emerging and advanced economies. This comes as the PM hosts world leaders on the second day of the 26 Colombian Pesos World Leaders Summit at a Clean Innovation and Technology Session. For more information on this topic, you can now download our 26 Colombian Pesos Sustainability eMag. Lastly, we will look at breaking down team silos with the right tech stack to ensure your hybrid workforce is not disconnected. Where are we now and what comes next? These are the questions every business has to answer after 18 turbulent months. Simon O'Kane, head of EMEA at Asana, explores how businesses have embraced digital tools and hybrid working only to find teams remain disconnected and siloed, and offers strategies for how organizations can fix it. For many organizations, the abrupt shift to remote work felt like a transformation. Almost overnight, companies set up a swath of new tools, systems, and policies to try and create cohesion between dispersed teams. Naturally, though, under high-pressure circumstances, many missteps were made. Businesses achieved what was necessary to keep things running. But the pace of digital transformation meant there was no time to fix underlying issues with work. The priority was keeping the lights on. Today, with more space to maneuver, it's the right time to reevaluate and take a look at some hard truths. Despite more digital tools at our disposal, our teams aren't actually more connected. Legacy tools and techniques we've failed to ditch, like using spreadsheets to track project progress, and new tools we've hastily onboarded are creating silos and confusion. What we need are connection and clarity. With workplaces hoping for a period of greater stability, we have to be intentional about how we tackle silos and optimize our tech stacks. The risks if we don't. Low productivity, disengaged employees, and disconnected teams. Last year, employees lost an average of 227 hours to duplicated work or no longer relevant tasks. The result? Longer working days. And increasing burnout. 
Duplicated work happens when we don't have sight of what's taking place in the wider business. It's frustrating, unnecessary, and damaging to not only productivity but team morale. Nobody wants to spend the day working on something only to find another team member who has already completed the task. To tackle issues like duplicated work and long days, we need to increase transparency. We need employees to have clarity over their role and connect to shared organizational missions alongside their teammates. However, too often, transparency becomes confused with overload. Well-intentioned teams can easily end up oversharing in an attempt to create transparency. Think of all company emails and mass meeting invites. Without the right tools to organize and prioritize information, every member of every team receiving everything that's going on in the business is overwhelming. Unsurprisingly, for UK workers, one of the top barriers to productivity is having too many messages to respond to. Our growing tech stacks are only exacerbating this challenge. Workers in the UK are now using an average of 10 different apps at work and switching between them 25 times per day. This context switching drains focus and makes it harder for teams to create an impact through skilled, deep work. Ironically, this increasing digital noise is having the opposite effect to what was intended. Teams struggle to wade through the information they need. And as a result, silos remain entrenched while productivity suffers. So, how do we start uniting our teams without overloading them in an age of hybrid work? Firstly, as we've seen, we can't just add more apps. We need to be intentional about the ones we select for our team, while simultaneously relegating legacy tools that increase silos, like email, to the past. Businesses require purpose-built work management tools that integrate with a company's entire tech stack and give everyone, across the company, clarity over who is doing what by when. In addition, these tools can align individuals, teams, and entire organizations around shared missions and demonstrate how individual tasks ladder up to business goals. Meanwhile, these platforms can bring all the information workers need into a single shared space, providing not just clarity over roles and deadlines, but also relevant documents, resources and integrations with other apps. By bringing this information into one place, time lost to context switching goes down, and focus goes up. Employees over the past year and a half have worked harder than ever. For the future of work, to be a success, we must enable them to work smarter. By consolidating the tech stack, uniting people through a shared purpose and providing clarity over who is doing what by when, individuals, teams, entire organizations can begin to thrive. And with that, Top Business Tech would like to thank you all for listening to this episode of the Weekly Tech Wrap-Up. If you enjoyed this podcast, please sign up for access to Top Business Tech's premium online and mobile content, including the latest global trends, news, and insights. Our online publication allows you to access unlimited credible knowledge and information daily through written articles, podcasts, and webinars. To do this, all you have to do is visit www.tbtech.co.